2: Mr. Drug of Wilton and Musketeen present the Wilton Beavers. We are uh talking Wilton Beavers basketball. We got uh on the on the spot reporter uh Ben Garvin with us. Welcome program, Ben. All uh, right, thank you. Thank you. Well, uh, let us know what's going on. Um uh looked like they just got a big win over Durant.
1: Yeah, it was uh it was fifty to seven at, at half. So I kinda I just left right at then because I I didn't want to watch any more of it because I already knew we were gonna win. And uh, there's a, a guy on the bench who usually doesn't get any playing time. His his name is Quincy Savell. He came in and started talking some trash to somebody. I heard and went from there. But uh, they're six and two overall, and um, they
2: lost to uh, Pella Christian on Saturday. Yeah, um, they're a big old team.
1: Yeah, forty eight or forty six to eighty four. We, they just, they, the Wilton team just couldn't get anything going at that point, but well, they got all huge guys.
2: I mean, their their shortest guy is six three. Yeah, yeah. Fellow Christians doing pretty good. Well, what what else, who else have they played, and who who's playing well for them?
1: Um, right now, playing well for them would probably be uh, Briar Putman. He's he's doing he's doing really well. His first game, he uh he scored forty points.
2: Yeah, I heard about that. That was yeah. good news all over the state.
1: Yeah, it's been going down, though, recently. He hasn't been putting up as crazy of numbers. But let's see here. Uh, Kaysen Reed is their starting point guard. He's been he's been pretty good in the uh, assisting category. He's been passing the ball really well and getting it up and down the court. And then uh, they have a guy called Briggs. His name's Briggs Owen. He, uh, he's uh, one of the, like, a pest. He's a defensive pest. He... He's out there just to, to steal the ball and get in the other team's head. Really, he he got a guy uh, to get a technical foul called on him because he stole the ball from him, and and he just the guy got super upset. But yeah, Briggs Olin, he's he's small. He's like he's like five foot four, but but he
2: he moves and he he's not afraid of anybody really. I like it. What about rebounding? Rebounding, um.
1: There's there's really two main rebounders. There's there's Briar Putman and Landon Putman uh, brothers. They both uh, Briar Putman out out does him 47 on the defensive rebounding and, and 79 on the offensive rebounding, but or not 79 just in total rebounding. And uh, Landon's got 63. Briar's got 79. Those really stand out. Kason Reed's got about 51. Oakland Yurok, he's a freshman. He's got 32. He's kind of tall too. And then Briggs again, he's got, he's got 18 rebounds, but 22 steals. So
2: well, it sounds like you're off to a great start. looks like they got some really outstanding players. Uh, and I believe they're done until after, after the first of the year, aren't they? They're done until
1: after break. They just played Durant yesterday. And now they're, they're done for, or not yesterday, two days ago, but on Tuesday, but yeah, they're done for
2: the break. And then right after break, they come out and play. All right. Well, you got any, uh, anything else to say about the team?
1: um it, it's very young the team is very young there's there's two seniors and, and or three seniors really there's and reed and landon putman but then ryland Hill comes off the bench he's kind of just that that one bench guy that, that brings hype to the team he doesn't really play but he just keeps everybody lively and, and energetic
2: well I gotta, see him play, I, I gotta see him play once when it was a uh a, a, a scrimmage it was just a half uh they just played two quarters you know but yep, shut yep. the lights out, man, they, they they are a very good shooting team. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, they got a lot of guys that can hit the threes. Who they got leading on, on the threes?
1: Three-point percentage would we'll go to Quincy Savo just because he's one for, one for two. But if you're looking at, like, the three-point shooter on the team, it'd either be Landon Putman, who leads the team in attempts with 49, but he's only made 12. But Oakland Urock has uh, attempted only 39, but he's made 14. Yeah,
2: he's a good one, too. I really enjoy yeah. watching him
1: play. Yeah, he, he knocks it down and he's kinda of just an all around guy. He's 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 somebody you can rely on, on defense and somebody you can you know give the ball to and he'll he'll make a shot. Alright.
2: Well anything else? That that should do it. Alright, well thanks for being with us. Yep. We are headed to Victor, Iowa as the voice of the K Eagles, Andy McGuire, is with us. Uh Andy, uh, um, that sickle, they should just call that interstate 80 and a couple friends or something. Everything's, uh, uh, every every road trip is a long one, isn't it?
0: It is, especially for Kyoto because everything goes uh, either you know west or north. Uh, Kyoto's being the furthest east team in the sickle conference. So we spent a lot of time heading west out of Kyoto.
2: Yeah, you sure, sure. And you had a long drive tonight, uh, uh, HLV, I believe. Uh, um well those two schools can scrap a, a little bit uh for for a game uh, uh we've had some pretty good battles with
0: them yeah we certainly have um actually you know i was just recalling you know they have a player and his name's boston New york and i remember calling the baseball uh game with you earlier this summer and if i remember it right, those were some good baseball uh games between hlv and Kyoto and yeah there have been some good battles in the past i know on the basketball court too um really wasn't much of a battle tonight as Kyoto gets the win 77 to 47 against the hlv warriors up in victor home of a game called roly-bully are you familiar with that game dave
2: roly-bully
0: yeah no
2: but i do remember the song woolly bully
0: that's a good song too but uh i have to tell you the, the bitito clan and Kyoto is predisposed to being excellent roly-bully i think there was a uh, a, a Vitito or maybe on the other side of the family, Mary's family, uh, had some sort of champion roly-bully, and maybe they even invented the game. So keep your eyes on ESPN 9. You might see Todd and Brooke Vitito rolling some bully somewhere.
2: Well, I'll, I'll do that. So uh, what, uh, tell us a little bit about the highlights of
0: this game. The Coyote Eagles came out uh, pretty hot in that first quarter, ended up uh, with a score of 25-5. to after the first, and then took the lead in the halftime, 45 to 23. Um, really, kind of a slow start for HLV Warriors, especially in that first quarter. But was able to put up some points in the second uh, quarter, and uh, really couldn't reel much in. You know, Kyoto still put up 20, and uh, the Warriors only put up 18 from first to second to to take a pretty significant deficit into the uh, into the halftime. But there was a lot of different scores for Kyoto. I think I counted nine different sc- uh, scores in the first half, which was led by uh, Sawyer Stouts. So and no surprise. Uh, Sawyer had 12 points going into halftime. And then also uh, Cole Kindred, which is no surprise, had nine. But uh, had good bench production from Aiden McGuire. Aiden had eight points going into halftime. Uh, on the HLV side of things, um, the Peyton Roth had eight points going into half, and then Ethan Licht also had eight. Um, the second half... Uh, More of the same, a lot of different scores for Kyoto. Tanner Waterhouse really caught fire in that second half, dumping nine points in the second half. Uh, Sawyer put another 12 points on the board. So uh, leading all scores was Sawyer Stout tonight at 24. But then on the uh, HLV side, Peyton Roth ended up with 18 uh, points. And then uh, senior Ethan Licht had 11. But uh, really just five scores uh, for HLV. And I'm just counting them up here. It looks like we had uh, nine different scores for the Kyoto Eagles at the end of the game. So, again, that depth for Kyoto really paying dividends, a lot of senior leadership on that team, and there's really not a lot of drop-off when you see that team really kind of put it together. I'd say one of the weaknesses for Kyoto over uh, this game was maybe uh, some spells where the defense kind of lags a little bit and uh, just need to be able to maintain that intensity throughout the entire game. Um you know, but the wins a win, the, the Eagles go to 10-0 and 0 on the season. Um, after a couple of really hard-fought games earlier in the week, uh, four-point uh, victory against Montezuma at home, and then the big one the week before, getting the win on the road against Linville Sully.
2: Well, uh, those are both kind of barn burners. Uh, uh, why don't you touch a little bit on those two games?
0: Yeah, I think both of those games, really what the difference was, was the first quarter, Kyoto came out. Uh, really hot in both games and was able to put a significant lead on, you know, 10 points or 12 points in the first quarter. And I think both games are relatively similar that I think for the other three quarters, the opposing team was able to outscore Keo but just could never overcome that deficit that the uh, Eagles put the opposing team on in that first quarter. Um, I would say, you know, most recently on Tuesday night against Montezuma, probably one of the coldest shooting nights that uh, I've seen uh, this group of, of Eagles put up if, at the end. They, I think they, from, from three point as an example, went two of 23. So uh, a, a stark difference between that game and what they were shooting earlier in the year, where they were, you know, 60 to 70% from three point range, um, really cold shooting on uh, Tuesday night. And um, I would also give credit, though, to Montezuma. They played really good defense. And, um He he got what you expected from their star, their sophomore guard, uh, Brady Bolton, had a really great night scoring, you know, and and drawing a lot of defenders onto him, which opened up another kid that I think probably had a career night, and this uh, Cohen kid who, uh, as I understand it, really played uh, probably his best ball game. But, you know, that that, uh, senior-led group was able to withstand Montezuma's uh, momentum swing, but ultimately was able to put the, the win together like a veteran group needs to do. Um, I think it was good for Kyoto to get challenged. I just hope it wasn't too early in the year. You like to see these close games maybe later in the year um, when you're getting closer to playoffs. So that's fresh, and the guys know that they can withstand those runs. Um, but there's going to be some good basketball to be played in the second half of the season when we get back from break. Um, a couple of games circling on Kyoto's calendar. North Mahaska game. And then also another meeting with Bell Plain, who's a good, a good basketball team.
2: seemed like they were playing Sigourney tonight North Mahaska, I thought.
0: Yeah, I I think you're right. I hadn't seen a score on that one yet.
2: Yeah, I'll look here on the scoreboard see if I can find it. But uh, the Kyoto Eagles are off and running, and they are, uh, hey, let me see now. Uh, no, I don't see that they, I, I don't have a score on it. I might not, they might not even have played. That might have been the other night. I don't know. But uh, it's been a great first half of the season, uh, and uh, hopefully there'll be some home games here coming up for the Eagles.
0: There will certainly be that. I think I I looked at the calendar, and I think there's only four away games in the second half of the season, so there's going to be a lot of home games for the Keogh Eagles.
2: All right. Well, uh, Andy, uh, anything else before we let you go?
0: Well, no, I just want to give everybody uh, well wishes for the holidays and uh, Merry Christmas to everybody and to you and Gina and, and everyone else out there in Round Guy Radio Land.
2: Well, we want to thank uh, Kyoto Transmission Repair for their sponsorship of the Kyoto Eagles here on Round Guy Radio. Thanks for being with us. Yep, thanks. We're headed to uh, Wayland, Iowa. I uh, want to mention that uh, I want to thank 4M Plumbing there in Washington, Iowa for their support of the Waco Warriors. Uh, you. You were uh, uh, up watching the North uh, Lynn-Waco game. Uh, We got Jeff Mills with uh, real smart uh, highlights. Uh, Welcome program, Jeff. Thank you. Yeah, so uh, you were uh, a couple big teams uh, um, going head-to-head. Andy Kretzinger says a lot of people are talking like this. This North Lynn is going to be a contender for uh, maybe a state championship. Uh, yeah, I would say so, uh, with what I've seen, and I, Waco played them tough, but they're,
3: uh, really talented and they had to press on, on gave Waco some problems, but they hung tough with them, they ended up being 56-42, which I think is the closest game Northland's had so far, so, and I believe last year they played in the state championship and lost, and the year before that they won the state championship if my memory corrects me right, serves me right. But uh, yeah, they're a good program. Um, they actually were celebrating Bob Hillmer tonight, a legendary high school coach, coach for most of them teams in his career. And his son is a head coach now at Northland. So that was pretty cool to see uh, them honoring that kind of guy that had like seven hard wins or something throughout his career. Um, that was pretty cool. But yeah, as far as the game goes, Northland uh, defensively, they put that press on. And man, they look sharp. They got guys that can shoot. You know, they they got one bigger, bigger kid that is an excellent shooter too. And their point guards can all drain three. so they're a fun team to watch. And I would definitely agree with Andy over there that they're probably a contender this year.
2: Well, uh, let, let us listeners know how that uh, uh, how the game came out, and uh, maybe what Waco did well. Uh,
3: okay, uh, like I said, they were. They were uh, slapping the press on them, causing a lot of turnovers. Waco had a little bit of trouble sometimes getting the ball over half court, and when they did, you know, it was shot clock, 20 seconds, trying to get a good shot off, so there was a lot of that going on. But when they did get down there and get some good shots, uh, Waco held their own, to be honest with you. It um, ended up being a four- game, but they were right around uh, 10, 12, 14, 80 uh, the whole game. But any time Waco would fire off start to go off, Northland will put a a stop to it pretty quick. And they just ended up plugging away. and
2: Yeah. uh, Well, it was really uh, really tough, you know, uh, especially when Chase Waterhouse is in. Uh, I'm pretty high on him. What do you think of him? I was really impressed
3: tonight. Uh, This is the only second game I've been to this year to watch him. And I watched him last year. Too, but I was really impressed with how he played tonight. He did really good down there. Um, real good complimentary to uh, Colton Mackie over there. The same way on football, I suppose you'd say, too. But, um, they they both, uh, Chase played really well. He had uh, quite a few buckets tonight. He might have led the team in scoring or been close. I remember, right? Anyway, uh, uh, yeah, I was dressed.
2: Yeah. Did we lose you? You play go ahead. Oh, uh, you broke up there just a little bit. Well, uh, um, is there anything else about this game you want to talk about? Uh, I don't know
3: a lot of the, the kids from Northland, so I don't have a whole lot to go there. So, but I can tell you they're really good. That's about all I got on it. It was a, it was an entertaining game, and there's not a lot of teams around here, I think, that could handle a team like
2: Northland, but Waco did a pretty good Okay. What well, do you um I at a lot. of end break to show them what they can work on to compete with teams like that in the future if they want to make a postseason? All right. Well, you you uh, um, went to a couple other games this week. You know, we're just kind of, this is halfway between the scoreboard show and this week in high school basketball. We're trying to condense a lot of stuff that's happening all around here. Uh, and you're as good as anybody. I think you already got the three games this week, didn't you? I did, yeah. Uh, Tuesday night I
3: went up to Winfield. They're playing Highland, you know. Highland's struggling this year; they're one and seven. Um, Winfield, took, I think the final was 13 something like that. But you know, Winfield's—they might have a shot this year too, you know. At least playing in the state championship or not championship, but in the state playoffs. So uh, it was fun to watch them game Edwards had a, they were running all over the place, and Highland just couldn't match up with them. Yeah, uh,
2: Winfield might hard to score
3: on, aren't they? Yeah, they're an excellent defensive team, um, and they've got so many guys that can score. It's you know, you you shut one down, and the other guy's going off for twenty five. So <laughs> yeah, it's a tough, tough matchup for all these teams. I think they're, they're definitely the favorite to win the North, and got a good shot. I I would think
2: to. Uh, you in the in the playoffs up there, so. All right. Well, what other teams did you? You went to
4: one other other
3: game too, didn't you? Yeah, uh, Monday night. I tell you, I went up to Minneapolis. I wanted to check out Wapolo again. Wapello had a guard. I don't know if he's transferred seen him all year. He didn't play last year, so I don't know if he moved down here. He just transferred to Wapello to play, but it's not. Um, uh, looking at his name, Trenton uh, Sch- Faulkner, I think was his name. But um, that really helped out. Buffalo is improving vastly, and that really helped him out. It kind of freed up Jackson Lands a little bit to uh, uh, not have to be such a point guard, and he can be more of the forward, which I think he's built to be. Um, gave him a lot of options. of another guy that can run the point like that for him. But uh, Mediapolis, I've watched him three times now, and that, that's a really good team, too. Down there in the south, that, that's the guy I with the good teams. West Burlington obviously being the one to beat, but Holy Trinity, you know, gave them last second buzzer beater loss to them. Um, Holy Trinity is excellent, six and three. Burlington, another game. Central Lee, Danville's pretty good. Mediapolis is excellent. They got a lot of sophomores, but all of them are extremely good basketball players. And, uh, this team is gonna be one to watch, especially, throughout this season and definitely next season
2: they're they're going to be really good so i heard heard uh, more came in and uh, uh, got a basket and won a game for him right the last second or something here recently uh they were out Nick,
4: but yeah he got
2: a buzzer, buzzer beater there at the game i was at,
3: at the end of the game both games i went to he's had buckets so that was cool to see
2: yeah well um yeah you just you, you could just throw a handful of corn in any direction find you a great basketball game or at least some talented players to watch. uh, well, uh is there anything else uh, you want to mention? Uh, just that, you know, Carson Bowser and Jackson Lance both
5: had played pretty well against Meepo, but Meepo was just too much for them. They got, like I said, they're, they got guys that come in off the
3: bench that are all actually could be starting for a lot of teams around here. So they're, they're one to watch for sure. I'd definitely be back to watch them again or you know, I, I enjoy watching the Lance kid, he had a huge dunk, definitely dunk of the year candidate that I've seen so far, it was impressive, but uh, like I said, it, it was a lot of fun to watch and Meepo is one of them
5: teams that you might want to keep your eye on because they can, they can shock some teams. Over.
2: Yeah, I think they can. Well, uh, Jeff, I want to thank you for their uh, just absolutely excellent analysis. Uh Let our listeners know what's going on in the biggest areas we can can provide them. Uh, Thanks for being with us
1: tonight. Thank you. Shipping can make or break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D.
2: Iowa Tire, the Packwood Locker, and Henshaw Trailer Sales, as well as uh, Home Plate Sports Cards of Oskaloosa, uh, presents the and Panthers. We've got Coach Swanson on with us. Coach, you got a great big win last night.
4: Yes, we did. We got a really nice home win uh, heading into break.
2: Well, let our, our listeners know who you played and uh, what the score was.
4: We played uh, L and M in the. one uh, won by eight, I believe. Uh, I can't. Uh, I can't remember the final score. I'll
2: look it up comment. But uh, you know, uh, actually, they're a pretty good team. I've, I've seen yeah. them before. They got Ty Northup, who's
0: a great player
4: they have uh, one of the best players in southeast Iowa definitely it's small, you know smaller big schools in guy North of, they have uh, good coaching um, you know they got a their assistant coach is a former Lone Tree head coach Tom Squires and four four 400, 450 win guys so I mean just the knowledge there and then their head coach does a nice job as well so um, you know programs. Kind of been down for a few years, but they're always competitive and, and uh you know more so than this year. They're very competitive.
2: Yeah, that it was a sixty five to fifty seven win. Uh or what you know, like I say, they also have a player named I think his name is Finnegan or Phineas Klein.
4: Yeah, he wasn't there last night. That he was uh sick. Oh. Well,
2: well that happened. He's a good player though. Yeah. Um
4: it's very athletic. So I,
2: I I suppose I heard pretty him anymore. a little bit. Bro, yeah.
4: Take us, yeah. This. take us through the game. You know, we start there at the beginning. I uh, had another really sluggish start. Um, kind, of, kind of. we've been talking a lot about that, and, and we've, we've struggled. Uh, I think we're ready to play hard. Sometimes we're mentally not prepared to play, and another another sluggish start, which has kind of been our MO here lately, and. Uh, you know, for them, they, they, they started really slow as well. Our defense was pretty good. Those, uh, Both teams came out of the gate slow. Uh, nice thing was we, we kind of caught fire late first quarter, had a nice run. Ended up putting over, uh, I believe, uh, 20 points up in the first quarter. Uh, second quarter had another couple couple spurts. Uh, ended up going to the locker room uh, up 10, or, or not 9 or 10, I believe. And they, they, they answered our runs with their own and were just, hang, just did enough to hang around. We had some foul problems, had been to break and kind of uh, reset things. They came up with a little different game plan for the second half. Unfortunately, uh, more foul problems struck early, early in the third. And uh, we really, really struggled in the third to putting points on the board and, uh, and Northam kind of took over.
2: Well, let's talk a little bit about northup i mean when you're playing a a team with a player of that caliber um what do you do i mean you i i know you're not going to stop him but i mean uh, i guess the kind of cliche way is to contain him uh what did you do that you had success with and what what was he able to do with just his pure talent to get past you
4: it was really just intelligent plays by him he he knew we had some foul problems and we were on our second third fourth defender on him and he just he just would break us down and go to the basket and help would come late and we we would make a mistake and foul him and he lived at the free throw line through the third quarter I, i think uh for the game he was maybe 13 or 14 from the line so you know he had 32 points i believe if you if you take that off there and he's, got, you know, 19, 18, 19 points. Uh, it's a little more common, you know, right at his average. But uh, I was bailing him out with a lot of fouls and then uh, obviously getting over the five foul limit it there in the third. Really helped him uh, and helped l get back in the game. I like think they had down to three or four points a couple times there in the third quarter before the, uh, before
2: the quarter break. Well, we spent all this time talking about how they played, but obviously you played pretty well. Uh Sixty-five points is a good amount of uh, uh, points to put up. Uh, the last time I saw the Wise and Musk team, they put eighty-two points up. So uh, your defense held them down pretty well. Your offense scored pretty good. Let's go over, over uh, your players that performed really well in this game.
4: You not really, and the, the points come so much. But uh, you know, I, I think every everybody knows you know, the player of the game for us was uh, was Jaden Wolver. He had uh, nine points, I believe 16 rebounds last night. Had some, 16 had
2: some rebounds? Running. That's a
4: lot. Had, uh, had a few, uh, few big blocks, uh, one, one of them being really the, the one that uh, the game was still up in the air, a uh, two-possession game. Uh, LM got a steal. score going up for a layup, and he put that thing off the backboard, and, and uh, we got the rebound and got fouled and kind of sealed the game for us. So, uh, Jay... There was a presence last night, you know, whether or not he put up a ton of points. uh, He had rebounds, he had some blocks, he affected the game in a lot of ways. And, you know, he also fought through some foul problems last night and really didn't play a ton of minutes in the second half because of that. Uh, Outside of him, Vinny Dahlstrom got it going again from three. Had three threes last night. Had a nice floor game. Uh, Casey Davis led us in scoring with 14 points. And had a, had a, yeah, another nice floor game. Hit his uh, first two threes and uh, made some nice layups down the stretch. Had a few, few nice rebounds, some, some putbacks. So those would be the main guys. Uh, Will Adam struggled with foul trouble all night. Still, I, I believe was in double figures with eleven.
5: <coughs>
2: all right. Well, uh, where does it uh, after this win? Which uh, I talked to L and M's coach, you know, and with you guys. Kind of being bunched up there in the middle. Uh, this was a heck of a big game, wasn't it?
4: Yeah, for a lot of reasons. You know, when you're more or less tied with the other team, you want to separate yourself a little bit. And then for us, going into break with a winning record was, was our goal. Uh, you know, we're 5-4 and four now. We have, we have two non-conference losses. But in the conference, we're 5-2. and two. Uh, just the two losses, losing to Winfield and Toquress. So we, we feel pretty good where we're at, and we're gonna, gonna work hard over break and get ready for the second part of the season. Yeah, that's a, a really
2: an outstanding um, start to the season, especially with the conference. Uh, I know you play a lot of, you schedule a lot of really really tough teams uh, in your non-conferences to kind of make your team better. Uh, did did that? How how did the preparation for the season go?
4: Good. You know, we, we're still. Time will tell. You know, we, we have a lot of young kids. Yes, yeah, still learning on the fly, and we're we're mixing a new group together. And you know, every, everybody else is in the same boat with high school. We're not like uh, college programs where you can you can go to the Bahamas in the summer or, or uh, do a lot of tea You know, constantly have team things going on. So we we generally you know we get some things in the summer and then. Um, and fall sports happen, and then we take a break, and then, we're, you know, there's a season. So it's always, it's always a grind. It's always a journey, and we're still uh, we're still working on things.
2: All right. Well, I think we talked about this game enough, uh, but I would be remiss if I did not ask you a little bit about the the Keaton Wynn night. Uh, uh, his high school jersey was retired um, in front of a very packed house. Um, Uh, I I remember listening to, uh, I got to interview the young man. He's a a quality young man. Uh, There's no question about that. Uh, Pitches for the San Francisco Giants. But uh, uh, if I was not mistaken, I heard that you uh, maybe not have been his head coach, but you might have been his assistant basketball
4: coach. That's correct.
2: Well, tell me a little bit about that young man.
4: That was my first year uh, on staff back back into the coaching. Uh, we're, We're really... To be honest, it was my first real coaching gig uh, outside of, you know, coaching uh, uh, little kids back when I was in high school. So it was a great experience. Uh, Keaton was a senior. He's on his way out. But he uh, definitely left an impression on me and, and obviously left an impression on Pete and, and, and the kids and the community. So just uh, a tremendous athlete, tremendous competitor, and, uh, and just a great person to be around. So I could, couldn't be happier for him and all his accomplishments
2: what uh um seemed like he was pretty touched last night what did it mean to uh you know the staff there and the <laughs> the kids and the parents that support that school to have a have a young man <clears throat> from a town as small as ollie iowa make it all the way through the minors and into the major leagues uh it's uh you know
4: I, yeah i got a little emotional actually sitting there you know listening to all that and, and uh it was just really cool. Just going back through, you know, what what time I I spent around him and uh, and the, the team, you know, that team that year was was a really good team. And we, had, uh, we had a we had a great season, a lot of fun, and um, you know, that's just a that's just a small thing, and he's he's affected a lot of people's lives, and uh, it was just really cool to ha- have that moment for him, have the moment for the community, and then uh, you know, to have it on a, a night. We're playing basketball, you know, and I know it's, you know, it's a baseball thing, but uh, it, it was pretty special for us and, and the kids, kids and I knew that we, uh, you know, we, we had to take care of business now. we to get the win because uh, no, nobody wants to remember uh, Keaton win night as a loss. So uh, we, we we were able to do that and take care of business. Yeah,
2: I think that was a little cherry on the Sunday there. Well, uh, I'm afraid Keaton is a little busy during the baseball season to come back, I imagine.
4: Yep. Yeah, you know, that, no, that's, uh, that's, that's, that's why, you know, winter works out good. And, uh, you know, I, I'm glad they, uh, they were able to do that and, you know, didn't drag it out. You know, we don't need to wait 10 years to do it. I mean, they, the guy's in the bigs. He's in the show. Let's, let's, uh, let's honor him. And, um, and, uh, you know, that's a cool honor. Uh, he's, he's in a, in a class by himself as far as Peacon's concerned. So. All
2: right. Well, uh, coach, anything else before we let you go?
4: No, I think we, uh, we covered her,
2: Dave. So that just, was it. uh, well, it's been, a, it's been a pleasure, uh, to cover you. And thanks to all the great sponsors that really support the Pecan Panthers. This will not be the last time you see me this year. So congratulations on an outstanding first half and a big win last night. Sounds good. Thanks, Dave. We're heading down to Mount Pleasant, Iowa for the round guy, man of the year, Andy Crutsinger of the Southeast Iowa Union, uh, Andy, you were in the girls game tonight, you were telling me. I was. got
5: to see uh, um, our, our only big school playing at home tonight was Mount Pleasant. Uh, I knew it was going to be a tough one because they were playing Holy Trinity, Holy Trinity is really good at girls basketball this year. They got all those volleyball kids, and doesn't matter if you get a fast break on them, or, you know, a nice play set up that's just going to get blocked out of bounds anyway. So uh, Holy Trinity beat them 15 to 18 so it was uh that's uh, a tough time. i don't kind of want to see holy trinity play there's a few overwhelming with good girls teams holy trinity and uh and uh they're good this year so i'd like to see those
2: teams match. you know whose girls team i've been lo- uh, enjoying watching is the pekin girls they got this uh girl that's a discus thrower like a state champion discus girl uh, exactly
5: yeah uh, she scored like it's like 22 first half points or something like that when i covered them against waco and then hunter
2: got to see her uh score the game winner the other day yeah, she yeah. and, and then uh like two games before that she knocked one down and got fouled and and then hit the extra point to win the game uh yeah. just with some time left but she got that one with. i don't seem like less than no time left like that, they had four All seconds right. and then they shot it and then they missed it and then she picked up the rebound and pushed it back in and it kind of bounced a lot, you know. Uh, and it was like extra d- dramatic, and then boom, it goes down. And uh, but you know, I mean, she's got yeah. I mean, I I, I, I see a lot of the ends of girls' games, uh, but that one was super exciting there at the the keep win night. But uh, well, uh, let's let's uh, 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 cut to the chase here. Uh, we're here for scores uh, and a little end of the year or end of the first half kind of wrap up for you. Yeah. You got any scores for me from tonight of the boys' games anywhere? Um, I, no,
5: I, no, I, can, I don't have any final scores. I, I can tell you a few games that are going on. Um, a big one is, uh, New London's up in north City, Virginia tonight. Uh that one at 7.30 start. And then, uh, the Hunters at the girls' game, their, their girls' game in New London tonight was against Columbus, uh, Columbus uh, leaders of the, uh, Super North right now, in girls. And his game, oh, sorry. Uh, his game was supposed to start before mine. I think there might have been an injury in the GD game or something like that, so he got a really late start on that one. Uh, I wanted to check out what Waco and Lynn are doing on that. Uh, it's Bob Hilmer You know, uh, when I first started covering games, Bob Hilmer was still the coach of Waco, and then he had the court after him, and he's racked kind up of wins uh, left and right. Especially now that he's over at Northland, he's only lost like four games in the past decade, it seems like. So that's a that's an interesting test for Waco. Uh, but they have now with Waterhouse, they're healthy. And uh, so I wonder if they can give them a little fight and get a little confidence. Uh, it'll be really interesting to see. Waco's one of those teams. It'll be interesting to watch as the year goes on. But as they get healthier, um, and, you know, they have a, a lot of kids that had to fill in for the graduates last year. So that should be an exciting uh, uh, to see. See if they can, you know, kind of climb to the ranks of uh, the better one a teams here.
2: Yeah. Um, Scotty Mel was watching that game. I'm trying to find it here on YouTube right now. Yeah,
5: uh, Waco Warriors on YouTube
2: should have it. Yeah, I'm finding it, but it looks like it might be over. Uh, the JV game anyway here, sometimes they just keep going after the JV game, I don't know. Yeah, sometimes they do. But, uh, well, they don't have it there, but... uh Tell me, uh, uh, what about games from last uh, Tuesday night or anything? Where uh, You were down in Mount I, Pleasant for
5: that one. I was at uh, the, uh, the, the the battle to decide who was going to lead the, the Southeast Conference into 2024. Mount Pleasant was 3-0 uh, with a couple of dominant wins, and then not really dominant, but a couple of double-digit wins. And then a win that was pretty close over Fort Madison. Kia Kaka looked real good. Uh, there were 3-0. I saw him be watching by a ton earlier in the year. Uh, Keokuk went in Mount Pleasant, and uh, it was the, uh, the Peyton Higgins show. He scored uh, 37 points. 24 of those were in the first half, and he had six threes in the first half. Uh, in fact, uh, uh, no other Mount Pleasant kid scored double digits, but uh, the Panthers still uh, finished that one. I believe the final there was 57-55. Higgins also had the game running free throws, by the way, on that one. Um, so how was it now, 4-0 uh, in the conference? They have Fairfield um, to wrap up the rest of the first half of the SEC schedule. They'll be heavily favored at uh, Fairfield's, you know, in their rebuilding here. Uh, so the Panthers are looking good, and it's going to be a heck of a game when they play at Keokuk uh, here uh, next uh, month or so. Well, uh,
2: you got any other scores from Tuesday night that you can remember
5: or anything? Yeah, I can tell you, uh, we one about to uh, trying to look up the exact scores here. Uh, but Winfield just basically stayed uh, stayed hot. They um, have won every Super North game by double digits. They're undefeated, by and 7-0 now, right now in the conference. The only loss to that Illinois game, and they didn't even have everyone. They didn't have uh couple of their best players. Um, and uh, let's see here. Uh, Wake a Muscatine. That was by you know, 20, 25 points in that one. Uh, Hunter Hughes had a... He, he had 27 points, and he had 8 steals in that, which is pretty ridiculous. Well, he goes looked real good ever since Waterhouse got there. They've been healthy. Um, who else played the other night? Cardinal Women to Sheraton. Uh, they, they lost that one in a South Central Conference game. Um, the Char- uh, Charger Dome, the house that Andy here built. And uh, let's see. Uh, Pekin, Pekin. Hunter was at the Pekin. Yeah, that the
2: was oh, the Muscatines who they played. Uh, oh, wait. That was Waco played Lone Tree.
5: was, not it? Or maybe it was Lone Tree. Yeah, it was. It was, uh, yeah. Because Lone Tree girls are right up there with one of uh, And, uh, and Waco girls played them pretty tough. That's what I was trying to think of. But that's Lone Tree is the team they played. Yeah. And then, uh, let's see. Yeah, Pekin did uh, a nice win. Uh,
2: uh uh um there's that, that uh uh phineas klein uh didn't play for sort the of wise the team but uh i guess um the Wolfman had a big game uh uh defensively more than offensively but uh uh he seemed to make the, the difference in that one uh yeah but uh, i know kyoto got in a in a heck of a battle with the uh, montezuma
5: Actually, the great killers had to play some really tough teams the last uh, week and a half, beating Little Sully. And, you know, they, uh, sometimes when you win so many games by 25 points, then you play the other really good teams and you kind of have a, uh, you struggle a little bit because you're just not used to that kind of intensity that seems like they kind of uh, were able to sustain off all that stuff.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, I'm looking here at the Waco game. It's in the third quarter, uh, 57 for, uh, Northland and uh, twenty eighth of w- Waco. Uh, yeah, Northland win the state championship this year. Well, they look looking pretty dang good out there. Um, boy, uh, uh Waco is a uh, a way better than average team, that's for sure. Um, yeah. Yeah. Boy, Hunter Hughes is, is right. They are hard to beat, man. He's he's really having a big year too. I saw a lot of his career high game a couple weeks ago. Uh, 30
5: yeah. points in three quarters. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy how high he can get, and he can do it all. He's, he's tall, he's fast. He can he can shoot from outside. He can get in, you know, inside. Uh, he's just got a good basketball kind of mind about him. He's been the, you know, one of the vocal leaders of the team. Then um, to be Hillcrest in a game that I thought was going to be real close, and Waco won by quite a lot. So I think that they're going to clear number two right now in the north. In Winfield, obviously, um, and I would like to see when they play. You know, when, when both teams are healthy, playing, Because I watched online a little bit of the Winfield-Waco game earlier this year. The Waco gave in some trouble. It was just that Winfield was too much in the second half. Did Mount
2: Pleasant play Holy uh, Trinity tonight? Holy uh, girls, the boys are on. Oh, okay. The boys are I'm
5: twenty-four. I was looking so. at you and
2: uh, uh, I was check out the Pelat Christian game if it was still on.
5: Yeah. I can't find it now. Yeah, Middleball Fairfield will play on the fifth. I think Metal Plus is coming up. Wash the Washington Demons, they uh they had a huge uh road win at Fort Madison on Tuesday. Oh, I don't surprise me. But, I mean Washington's shooting well. Then everyone on the course shoots, you know, pretty well, so when they're getting shots, they can be pretty darn tough to beat. They're kinda of like uh you know, those old Northern Iowa uh, teams that would it you know uh, pull off upsets in the ncaa tournament just because everybody shot the ball uh even if they were a little outside which washington's very outside but that's a big one they're two and two in the conference uh, and then burlington beat fairfield in another sec game on tuesday uh but you know, to like a 19 to 4 lead or something like that burlington played a lot of tough teams at the beginning of the year and they had not won and so once they got a little bit of space there they were able to turn it on on tuesday
2: well, uh, you got. I, I know you don't have much more time. Uh, you want to give me a, just a general rundown of the uh, uh, teams that you cover? Yeah, uh,
5: I'll say, uh, starting with the big schools, which we cover, which is uh, Mount Pleasant, Washington, and Fairfield. Uh, you know, Mount Pleasant is in first place. I think that they've got uh, quite a jump on Washington and Fairfield. Not like talent-wise, but really uh, experience-wise this year, I'd be surprised if, the Demons or Trojans could knock them off uh, uh, this year. Washington, as uh, I they said, they've kind of jumped into the second tier of the SEC uh, by beating Fort Madison. Uh, I'll be interested to see. I think they have Burlington to go, uh, which would be an interesting little battle. And then, you know, there had times where they looked really good. They looked good against Oskalosa. After a half against a the they looked really good. Uh, and they like Gina that to, uh, I think uh, Hunter was different Allen
2: it was a single that game, so the entire game with kick, I guess, real good. I'm not sure if you see seen that. Yeah, there's, I, I, I called their JV game at, uh, with Fairfield and then uh, kind of watched some of the uh, uh, video of the uh, of the really – they got some tall kids, and I talked to some coaches that played them. Uh, yeah. That's uh, so yeah, that's tough for Fairfield. Um, They keep coming up on the short end of the stick uh, no matter how, how close they come, it seems like. But uh, – there's a game I want to ask you about, and, and uh, I hope you haven't talked about it already, but uh, I saw a Fort Madison-Washington game, and it looked like Washington put a pretty good game together there. Yeah, yeah, the, the, that
5: was, um, that went that for Washington's probably been their best. I, was, I assume that was probably the best game they played. I kind of saw little, peaks in how to be Washington, be the other uh, first, because they beat Fairfield by quite a bit, and they huddle Mount Pleasant. Uh, up until the fourth quarter, it was a ten-point game, and you look at the Mount Pleasant—the size of Mount Pleasant and the size of, the of Washington—it's quite a, quite a big difference. that they were able to play. And they didn't shoot that well against Mount Pleasant. They finally shot well against, uh, four minutes. Madison. Roman Roth had twenty-two in that one. ton of those were in the first half. Um, but you know, they only really brought back Logan McDowell for last year, and you know, you think he scores ten or twelve points in a game, and you think. Uh, at the beginning of the year, you probably thought there's no chance they could uh, win because you'd you think that he have to score 20-something, but uh, Drew Conrad's a really nice player. He can shoot it from everywhere and he's real quick. Uh, Nick Stone, a freshman, he he gets, uh, he gets hot uh, behind the arc, and he's, he's probably their best year uh, three-point shooter. Uh, they have both the wrong kids that, that can go off at any time. So, uh, yeah, I think that that's going to be a team that, that takes huge leaps of improvement. Um, throughout the year, I to be, you know, I think that wasn't, he looks like he have a little step on everybody in the RPC, but as I said, I think with uh, Burlington and Fort Madison
2: and Washington, are all pretty similar skill levels. Yeah, um, yeah that's pretty, pretty cool. Well, um, are there any ranked teams? I don't know. Uh, it doesn't seem like there's any, like, newspaper rankings or radio uh, polls or any of that. But there seems to be some kind of an athletic bowl or something. Uh last I saw, uh, Kyoto was ranked number one. It looked like uh Winfield Mount Union was seven, something like that, six or seven maybe. Uh what do you know about any ranked teams? Yeah, so the
5: high school association is supposed to I was just thinking about this today They're supposed to come out with rankings i don't know if they beat till the beginning of january so it's kind of like the old dcs rankings where they let it really play a little bit i think that's probably what it is um Toyota was ranked high in the uh varsity rankings and then there's the bc more those aren't really polls i think those are more uh, kind of how you did it you know how many wins you have and then who you beat and stuff like that which is what they uh something if they consider it polls i imagine it would be ranked real high um, I don't know if the radio so I saw them at number, somebody called them number three, which I did the other day. I couldn't find all their referencing that i be do the Radio Iowa if it's out. Uh, but they have really higher highly ranked. And the same with Kyoto. And I wouldn't be surprised if those are two teams that they could be ranked. When the rankings finally come out for the Athletic Association, they could be uh in. But we used to do, we used to do, uh, I used to vote in the Gazette's basketball ball, but we kind of stopped doing it because the high school athletic association, I think, was was supposed to do the rankings, but they just haven't have pulled a, have it a, yeah, so hopefully they do that over break or something, so we have something to kind of go off of. It, it's <laughs> nice now that we're uh
2: on the edge of halfway, uh, eight or nine games into a twenty-one game season. Uh, uh, it, 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 you know it's been it's been tough i'll tell you here's here's what i've got for the top tier of the round guy radio teams uh i don't even know what pellet christian's record is uh but i know because i know they play a lot of 4a and 5a schools and stuff uh yep. but i um I'm, I'm thinking uh west burlington and fella christian uh yeah. and, and winfield mount union seem like the top tier. Yeah,
5: i agree west Burlington be really good if, if everything goes you know, According to where it has been, uh, and West Burlington gets to play Winfield Mount Union at the shootout again, that would be, a, a, that would be quite, a, a, quite a game, but I don't because West Burlington has had a couple of close games. Uh, what was that? put Holy Trinity only lost by one to West Burlington. So the South is kind of a was
2: on the last second shot, too. And, uh, yeah. um, the other game they lost was a double overtime, although that uh, Winfield Mount Union did beat Holy Trinity uh, pretty convincingly. <laughs> With Winfield
5: and that union, they have such a huge advantage in just sheer height and athleticism. And their guards are real good. It used to be that you had to down uh, Buffington and Edwards or or, or, or or quiet them down so they didn't go off for like 20 and 20 each. And then you could kind of beat them. But now the guards are so good, not only do they not turn over the ball, but then the guards can go off for, you know, 15, 20 points or whatever, too. And then all three of the starting guards can shoot. So, uh,
2: yeah, Wentfield is a team that you got to be kind of they all been out of the court, and no one's really kind of close this year, so I'll, I'll be interested to see if it. they'll be really fun to watch or play against West Burlington. And we've seen, we've seen West, uh, seen I haven't seen uh, a West Burlington yet, or Pella Christian, although I've seen a little bit of a, uh, their game against Milton where they destroyed uh, Wilton, and Wilton's a, a very good team. Uh, but, um, yeah, the the. the kyota shoots good you know i mean they're fast and they shoot the ball at a high percentage that that seems to be what they do really well they're very fast fast-paced and they shoot well uh it doesn't take them long to get the ball to somebody that can shoot it uh and they hit a high percentage of their shots a very high percentage of their shots but uh, winfield union who i've seen now uh, their their thing is strength you know they're strong it's really hard to take the ball to the basket, and I question the the uh, the sanity of doing it. To be honest with you, uh, uh, they're just they're they're good on the boards and they're good on you know, um, but I I don't know that they shoot as good as Kyoto uh, of that high percentage. But their defense might be uh, uh pretty good. But Kielder's um been pretty tested this week. They're playing up at BGM. I'm gonna get a call about that too. Well, I don't need to <clears throat> take you anymore. You said you you had uh, ten to fifteen minutes. We're eighteen minutes into it. better get in.
5: I got two, uh, two sick kids. They're they kind of coming off there right now, but uh, hopefully they're uh, hopefully they're getting to bed. But I know that when I have an early game, they wait for me. So I figured they'll probably be using every excuse they can not to go to sleep yet. So well,
2: we've been talking to the Round Guy Radio Man of the Year, Andy Kretzinger, and we're glad we called you because. That was a pretty good uh, a bit of information. Thanks for being with us.